Happy Thursday, friends, and welcome to today's episode of That Cuts Deep. I'm your host, Alex Irvin, and we're going to go ahead and get started. So I wanted to talk about being present in the moment. And I went to research this topic and (laughs) by research, I mean, I watched several YouTube videos. I listened to a couple of podcasts on the topic, but one thing that I noticed on doing this is that I never really found the exact content and the exact conversation for what I meant. So I listened to a lot of people's perspective on the importance of being in the moment But the first thing, like, I wanted to point out here is that the main creators, the people putting being present in the moment out into the universe, those people who, they're in a much different age range than I am. They're people who have lived a lot longer. Um, So I thought that was interesting. Now, there was this YouTube video I was watching, and I wish I could remember the creator, um, but unfortunately, I went back just now, and I couldn't figure out which video it was, and I didn't really want to spend the time watching a bunch of YouTube videos again, trying to figure out where I got this information from, Um, but on YouTube, look up Being in the Present Moment if you wanted to check out some videos. I watched, like, several different ones from some of the same creators and then different people. Um, They were some good insight. But he talks about a Harvard study. Basically, we're studying how often humans were actually like mentally being present in the moment. And they found that humans are typically only present about 50% of the time. And so at first I thought like, wow, 50%, that's pretty good. Like that's a pretty big number. Um, And then I, I like thought for a second, like what are what is going on in our heads that we're not present for half of the time? Like we like genuinely are not thinking about what we're doing half of the time because I think the easiest example for me would be like when I'm driving the car, like I, I can't be alone here whenever I say that I forget, like it's not that I forget that I'm driving. It's just, I'm not really paying attention to driving and not in like a, I'm like distracted driving. It's just like my brain is just on autopilot almost. And that's that's really common for me. And I don't know, maybe <laughs> maybe because there isn't that much out there on it, I wonder are we even like aware that we're not being present half of the time? Additionally, think about your cell phone usage. Think about what you're thinking when you're using your cell phone because I know it's not about what you're doing right now. Like, okay, when I am scrolling on TikTok, I I can't tell you how many times I've caught myself mindlessly scrolling and I'm looking at things that I like literally couldn't care less about. And don't get me wrong, I, I like using social media and I like using my phone. It's something that I've grown accustomed to. But I really would like to work on being a little bit more present because sometimes I feel like I look up and I have no idea what I've been doing that entire week. I go a whole week, maybe even two weeks, sometimes weeks without knowing what is going on in my life. And 
something else that I noticed whenever I was researching this topic was that I guess I spoke a little bit wrong a second ago whenever I said there wasn't really anything out there on this topic. There's a lot out there on this topic, but it's pretty much all guided meditation. So pretty much everything that I found on being in the present moment was ways to meditate. And honestly, like, I like meditation. I meditate whenever I do yoga almost every single day, but that's really not what I meant. Like, when I when I wanted to find articles and podcasts on on being present, I really wanted to hear what people had to say about it. So, I just I wonder how many people have looked up that topic and found exactly what I did, which was very little to nothing, honestly. Also, kind of a side note here, sorry if I sound a little weird. I did just wake up um, a little bit ago. It is Thursday, and I normally like to release my episodes like at midnight on Thursdays, but I didn't have time yesterday to get everything recorded and edited, and it was just like a long day. I did a lot, so it's Thursday morning, and I just got out of bed and I'm realizing my voice might sound a little bit hoarse because I just woke up. Also, do people say hoarse? Is that like just a around where I'm from thing or is that something that everyone says? I'm just curious. <laughs> so anyways, I'm having my coffee. River's already at work. So I've just, I, I really just got out of bed and brushed my teeth and washed my face and sat down to record. But anyways, back to being in the present moment. So, I was kind of thinking to myself, like, considering this was something that has been studied, is it even possible to be present more than 50% of the time on a regular basis? Like, yeah, if you focus on it for a day or even a week, you can probably master being present more. But day to day, as we go through the motions of life, we go to work, we drive in our cars, we just do everything we normally do. Can you change how present you are? I just, I wonder if it's possible to do it consistently. Like I know you can do it in short increments of time, but I just, I can't help but wonder because this is something that I've noticed and known for a long time about myself is that I live life and I most of the time have no freaking clue what's going on like on the inside. Like I, I know what's going on on the outside. I see what's happening and I'm like, I'm living, I'm going through life, but I get to this point where I can't even remember what I was thinking about or what I was actually doing like six hours before that. So I guess I want to challenge both myself and you to stop thinking about the past for a second and stop worrying about the future. Like, because really, and I say this all the time and I don't know where I heard this. I know I didn't come up with it, but the only thing you're ever going to have is right now. You're never going to reach the future. It's never going to be the future. Like, 
yeah, it might be 60 seconds from now, but that's still going to be your now. It's You're not going to be in the future. And then the same thing with the past. You can't go back. The only, the only way you can travel back in time is through your thoughts. And while I guess that's important to, to exercise your mind, you know, you want to make sure that it's staying strong and you can remember things. But if you're just looking back trying to remember things, eventually you're going to be on autopilot for so long that you're going to have a hard time remembering. And that's something that I've experienced for me. Like when I think back and I try to remember what I did and what I was thinking about and what I was doing, I realized that like, I like, I can't remember what I was doing with my friends five years ago, which is, I mean, I mean, five years is kind of like a broad example, but even like a year ago. But I can think back to like my childhood and I know what I was doing then. But I guess when you're a kid, the only thing that you have is the present moment. You're not, you don't really worry about the past or future. I do know when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was grow up and be like my siblings because they had it all figured out. You know, (laughs) like I would look at my older brother and sister and be like, wow, like I want to, I want to be like them. They, they're having fun. They're living life. But now that I am actually older than they were whenever I was a kid, I look back and I'm like, did, did they have it all figured out? There's no way. That's just like, that was my perspective. But even as a kid, I was thinking, like, I can't wait to be older. But eventually, time passed, and I became older, and then a little bit older than that. And and now I wonder, like, where is time going? Because I only get to be on this earth one time. And we we all take that for granted just a little bit. We think that time is endless and in a sense that it is but at the same time it's not you know like if you spend hours wasting your time being scrolling on your phone like if you ask me scrolling on your phone is one of the biggest wastes of time you're gonna find like there's literally really nothing that you benefit from that outside of like pure just entertainment but there are so many different things that you can entertain yourself with and we all just decide this little device that we keep attached to our hip at all times (laughs) which is funny in itself because if you didn't have your phone attached to your hip you probably wouldn't be listening to this episode so I guess I guess in a way I'm grateful for <laughs> how how often and how many people have their phones in their hand, but I still, uh, I don't know, I still like, I want you to put your phone down, maybe after you finish listening to the episode, <laughs> but just try it because honestly I have been lately, like I set a timer on my phone on TikTok, or not a timer, but like a a restriction, so I can't watch TikTok more than um, 40 minutes a day now without um, entering a passcode, and I'm consciously deciding not to enter that passcode, but the thing that really gets me with that is how quickly I realize that 40 minutes passes whenever I'm using TikTok, like, I have already today 
use the 40 minutes. I was scrolling on my phone. I called my mom. I I did the things. And then I continued to scroll on my phone. And I was making my coffee. And my phone, like, stopped. And I was like, are you joking? Like, 40 minutes has already passed. So, to think that I... In a blink of an eye, really, what it feels like, watch TikTok for 40 minutes makes me wonder, like, how long I actually spent on TikTok before. Now, I also want to talk about, it's additionally about our, like, cell phones still, but it's about how we edit our memories. Like, we now have control of how we can perceive things that happened so um the only thing that we really have for memories now because we're not taking the time to really like consciously like see them for the most part we we have photos and videos of what we were doing a little bit of like snippets on our cell phones but for me like those are all filtered images I I only kept the ones that looked glamorous and beautiful and I deleted the ones that were more in my opinion unsightly and I didn't want to see myself look like that or I didn't like the angle or the lighting or just you know I only kept the highlights and while I guess it's nice that I can look back and see all the highlights in my life I sometimes wish that I could see a little bit more like raw and like unfiltered versions of myself because when I look in the mirror I don't look like that filtered girl that I that I see on my old Instagram posts you know like but she didn't look like that then either and (laughs) I think that's so important because I think it can be like so deteriorating to your mental health and your self-image when you look back and all you see is like the glitz and glamour of your life and you never actually get to appreciate like the genuine image of what that moment was. Now I really do want to clarify like when I'm talking to you about being more present that's not me saying just completely stop thinking about the past don't worry about the future like that's impossible I don't I really if you can do that like that's amazing but I'm pretty sure that's like not possible so I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's important to be present in the moment but it's also I mean I can't deny that I can't imagine what what my life would look like if I wasn't focused on the past and present in certain moments To give you a good example, I spend a lot of time, or I, mm, let me not lie to you, I used to spend a lot of time journaling, and now I only journal when things get really, really tough, and I guess that's not that different from journaling in the past, but it was just more of a daily thing in the past, so... I'm going to challenge myself and I'm going to challenge you. If you've never tried journaling, like, <sighs> try it. And when you when you write down whatever you want to write down, make sure you're doing that for yourself, not, not for anybody else to read because nobody else is reading your journal. And if they are, like, 
screw them unless you gave it to them to read, you know, like, do not, that, that's like an invasion of privacy, like, we don't read someone's journal, because that is like their inner thoughts, like, for me, that is my innermost, like, working of what's been going on, like, I, there's no way I would want anybody to read my journal, and it's not because there's any, like, dark secrets in it, but that's just my my brain like what's going on in my head and sometimes it's like messy and can like it's all jumbled up on paper like literally when when I'm feeling a lot at one time I mean it's a lot so I'll I'll go to write write down what I'm feeling and then I'll start with that first initial thought and realize quickly that I'm writing something completely different down a little bit later and that makes me realize like how much I'm not even like realizing my surroundings are affecting me um to give you a good example a a huge time that you'll see me writing in my journal is if I'm mad at my boyfriend because I have the tendency or trait I should say toxic trait even maybe um, to say things that I don't mean when I'm mad. And I think, I think a lot of people can say that. Um, but it's something that I've been working on and I have worked on a lot. It's, it's a lot of self-growth for me because old me, oh, she could be mean. (laughs) She could be mean when she was mad. So when I get really mad and I want to get it out, I will grab my journal and I will write down exactly how angry I am and I will write down exactly what I want to say to this person. And right after I write that down, my entire perspective changes and I I begin to write down what I really meant by that. And, And usually what I really meant to say is something far less hurtful and way more productive to to the conversation and what's going on so for me journaling is just an outlet to let out negative emotions or just not even just negative emotions just overpowering emotions things that I don't really know how to handle and that are just overwhelming and it allows me to get a better understanding of what's going on in my head. So I do, I challenge both myself and you to, to start journaling. Like you don't need any fancy journal. Um, I, a lot of the times will think to myself like, wow, maybe I'll buy a pretty journal and start fresh. But then I think like, why? Because (laughs) here's the thing. When I journal, I do it to let something out. I don't do it to keep track of what's going on in my head. It's really more of a way for me to let go. So I find it very empowering to write down all my feelings. And instead of closing my little book, I'll rip the sheet out. I will tear it up. I will just get it away from my life. Let go. And when I do that, I notice that I, I feel so much better. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's a tool that I think 
we could all use just a little bit more often. Okay, but in addition to that, also, (laughs) journaling is not just a tool to use when you're mad or you're upset. I think it's also important to, and I'm really talking to myself here, um, but I think it's important to also practice journaling about things that you're grateful for. I guess maybe a gratitude journal. And I do this every now and then, but I, I find it like a little bit hard to do. It just feels, it feels kind of cliche because I see so many people on the internet and they're like, oh, write down your, the things you're grateful for, write down affirmations. And like, I've tried affirmations and like, Maybe if I had stayed a little bit more consistent with writing down affirmations, they might have changed my mindset a little bit. But honestly, it just didn't feel authentic. It didn't feel like like I was being honest with myself. And, oh, I listened to this podcast. And unfortunately, same thing um, with a YouTube video. I cannot remember who who did this podcast. Um but she said something to the effect of she couldn't do affirmations that she didn't believe herself. And I liked that. So I'm going to pass along that same advice. Like, please do do your affirmations but make sure you're saying something that you believe. Don't don't say I am on top of the world if if you're not on top of the world right now, you know? Um because this season we're being honest with ourselves. Now speaking of affirmations and like a gratitude journal. Um if you struggle with that, which I do, I recommend finding a guided journal that you really really like. I have two and when I bought them it's been a couple years and they're still not all the way filled out but when I start to fill them out I go for a while before I put it down and I just I stop but I think for for me I like them um I bought one with some of my friends and we it was like a burn book and we all decided we were going to fill it out and then burn it together and um, naturally, we didn't do that. <laughs> I still have mine. I have no idea if they still have theirs, but it's not all the way filled out. It has the least amount of secrets of mine than any other journal I've ever had, which is funny to me because it's supposed to be like the one that's filled with all of your secrets. But I just, honestly, I didn't love journaling about things that made me feel like shit when I thought about them. So I I didn't want to fill up a journal that was asking me questions about sadness. I, when I want to, when I want to journal about sadness, it's going to be very specific and it's going to be, it's going to be quick and it's going to be jumbled. Like I said before. So when you're looking for a guided journal, if that's something that you're interested in, um, try to find one that, is in in a line with what you want to talk about. Um, I have I bought the one a couple years back. It was trending on the internet, and it's like um, three hundred writing prompts, 
and I'm looking at it up on my bookshelf right now and I haven't um <laughs> it's not filled out but it's it's pretty full it's got a lot in there um it's one of those things that I probably will eventually get rid of it because it's filled with secrets and to be honest one of my worst fears and this is a little irrational I mean maybe not but I'm so scared that one day I'm going to die and my journals are still going to be here and people are going to read all my secrets like oh my god I think <laughs> I don't know there's nothing worse to me than someone reading my journals because they're just so personal so yeah let me know if you also feel that way because oof, yeah that's that's a big one for me to close up um what I've been researching though so I mentioned at the beginning of this that the main thing that I found when researching this topic was a bunch of guided meditation and I didn't want I want to clarify here that I don't want to make it seem like I think that that's not going to help because I absolutely think meditation is going to help you and if you have an extra say five even ten minutes to sit back go on YouTube or even there were so many podcasts out there I had no idea that there were guided meditation podcasts which is pretty cool but go out there and find a guided meditation that aligns with what you want there I know there's this one that I listened to whenever I was living out of state and it was very much like a manifestation guided meditation so it had me like picture what I wanted out of my life and I don't know I can't honestly I can't remember exactly what it was it's been like over a year since I listened to that but um it was genuinely one of the best meditations I've ever done because I ended up like feeling so amazing after that like I just I felt like my life was finally getting on track and I was gonna go where I wanted to go um so I can I can speak to the fact that meditation is super helpful so yeah try that out if if you're inclined to do so um anyways I think that is gonna wrap up today's episode of that cuts deep I so do appreciate the feedback I got from last episode. I I really like to hear and look and see all the things that everyone had to say. Um, additionally, <laughs> I didn't get back with everyone who messaged me and um, I will, I promise. It's just time. I don't, I didn't really have the time to honestly get on my phone and look through social media a lot of the times whenever I'm on social media I I'm just scrolling pretty quick and then I have to get off because I'm working or I'm trying to spend time with my boyfriend or just you know life I'm busy <laughs> anyways thank you so much for tuning in today I really appreciate it and I would love if you would go and support at that cuts deep on Instagram and TikTok and actually we will talk next thursday <laughs> <laughs>